The question is, how do you lead a business in the world we live in today? We believe it starts with purpose. This podcast is home for the leader who is ready to embrace this new frontier of business and ultimately turn their business into a movement. If you want to know the keys to doing business from the sweet spot of purpose and profit, then search no more. This is the community for you. We're your hosts, Alex and Thomas, and this is the Purpose Pioneers Arena podcast. Uh, Alex and I just had an hour long deep dive that went many places. So I need a breath. A variety of places. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Purpose Pioneers, my purpose driven people. Welcome back to the Purpose Pioneer arena. And this arena is a place where we jump into the unknown. We do life and we do business from the sweet spot between purpose and profit. And we work with our blood, sweat, and tears. And we, we get uh, stories and we get wisdom and then we share it with each other. And that's what we're doing today. Um, I've Alex and I have been deep in the sauce for a few years now, really bringing to life a company doing business from the sweet spot between purpose and profit. And that's what we're focusing on uh, today is how to purpose align your business and why that shit matters. Um, and the beauty is, is a purpose-aligned business marries two things. It brings together an operational machine, a team that gets shit done efficiently, effectively, consistently at scale. And it brings that together with a thriving culture where people find meaning in their work, fulfillment in their daily lives. They like who they're working with. And they want to continue to work with their blood, sweat, and tears because they are so motivated to contribute to this cause. It's not a company. It's a cause at that point. And the theory, an old story that used to perpetuate, um, I think, general consensus, education, society in general was, you know, Thomas, you can't have either or, you psycho. What do you mean? What do you mean you can have an operational machine that's getting shit done and a thriving culture no if it's a machine you're ripping through people you're making the money everyone realizes it's just a way to get money and they hate their job and they're all burning out or it's a passion project and everyone loves it but it's a nonprofit and no one's getting anything done and it's not really moving the sticks so the idea that it can be both is profound and it is a new paradigm and the beauty is, it's the truth. It can be both. A business can operate from the sweet spot between making money, having operational success, and having a team find meaning in their work and having cultural <clears throat> success at the same time. And the beauty is, is that we found a path forward and it's purpose-aligned business. We found the answer. When we can align an entire business around one purpose, and what is a purpose? What's valuable to the customer so they'll pay us? What's meaningful to the team so we stay motivated working with our blood, sweat, and tears? When we can find that sweet spot between those two things, valuable to the customer so they pay us, meaningful to the team so we show up and we work with our blood, sweat, and tears, 
when we can align an entire business around that sweet spot, it's possible. It becomes a reality. It becomes inevitable. Inevitably, how I show up every day, it brings in thriving culture, operational machine. Who I hire, all of a sudden, they are people who want to contribute to the operational machine and the thriving culture. How we hold ourselves accountable is all of a sudden inspiring and super effective. So it becomes a reality. It becomes possible when we find that purpose, uncover it, making sure it's in that sweet spot I talked about, and then infusing it into every aspect of the business, specifically hiring daily duties and accountability on a weekly basis. So Alex, I broke it down. I laid down the fundamentals. Um, this is, you know, the area that I'm fucking insanely obsessed with that I'm, I'm in the practice of every day. Um, that really, I just talk about way too much. So I'm curious, you know, what are your thoughts? Just like you have moments where you marvel in me, I'm marveling in you. You're literally like the fundamental philosophical brick layer. <laughs> and <laughs> you, you lay all the, the bricks, you, you, you plant the, the amazing soil first so we can understand it. And it's amazing and it's inspiring. So thank you for being thank here. You. I received that. Hair bearing all over the place. Okay, <laughs> thoughts. Yes. Well, I just did a talk on this specific episode and, and what we're going to dive into, uh, a talk on stage to a, um, a human resources group. So it's a bunch of HR leaders. You know, HR leaders are the people that care. Who so was that? Uh, it was called Mile High SHRM. So SHRM is the Society of Human Resource Management, and they have chapters all over the world. Mile High is the one here in Denver where I live. So pretty gangster. Um, you know, HR loves the humans. They rally for the humans. They fight for the humans. It's like that culture center of an organization. So it was really cool to bring all these things to life and, and show like Thomas is talking about, show that this concept of purpose, this philosophy of purpose, it's been pie in the sky for too long. It's like we all agreed to, oh, it's too lofty. It's too pie in the sky. When it comes to business, those things can't coexist. And I realized that is an old story. That is an old assumption. It's a status quo. So let's shake it up. Let's see what could be. And that was an obsession that Thomas and I had and, and how we got brought together is we were just obsessed with how can we do work that is meaningful and lights us up and how can we do work that solves real needs in the marketplace? Mm. Transformative, right? Transformative work, transformative needs in a way where people are throwing money at us because yes, they can exist. So the, the thought, the, the foundation that I want to lay is I think something that I've seen that is missing in business, not all business, just, just a little, you know, just a little piece that's missing in some businesses is philosophy. I think what makes businesses great and on the cutting edge is that they have a, a philosophy infused into every single thing that they do. They're not just doing it just because that's what they've been told or just because that's the way. And for us, for me, there have been times where I've, I've fallen off the track a bit and just started doing things the way that other business leaders were doing. Cause I thought mm. that was the way that I had to do it. Right. Like, Oh, okay. That's what works. So that's obviously what works for me. And it wasn't until both of us, Thomas and I at purpose pioneers made this shift of what's our philosophy. What, what's the, 
what are the things that are baked into the tasks, baked into what we do with the business, baked into all of our to-do list, baked into each department, right? What are the things that are baked in? And I feel, I've never said it this way. So I fucking love this podcast, right? Like it's, to me, the purpose and profit sweet spot, it's like a philosophy that then gets baked into everything you're already doing to make it more successful, more meaningful, and more profitable. So really, it's like this thing that that brings out what I believe is inside of a business, but it's been dormant for a really long time, right? The, <clears throat> right? the why and the vision and all the exciting stuff, it's what gets us started. And then it just like... I don't know. It's like, it becomes like the, the, I don't know, something that gets brushed off into the corner. And to me, like this philosophy, I've seen it with us. I've seen it with businesses that we've worked with. It amplifies, it brings out the zhuzh and then it amplifies it. And then it reconfigures it and puts it back into the business and bakes in all the meaningful things now into the business. So those are my initial thoughts. That's where my brain went. <laughs> when you say zhuzh, I know it's a good day. Oh, it's the best word of all time. Yes, absolutely. I think it's an important uh, point to bring up that every business is purposeful. And I think your point was sometimes it's hard to see or it hasn't been articulated yet. Yes. So I, I think that's the, that's the, it's important to start there in this conversation is, well, Hey Thomas, like my business is insurance or plumbing. So it's not a purpose. It's just, you know, what we do, we're just doing this on a daily basis. And the truth is like, well, if we get down to it, to the poetic simplest truth, what is business? It it's a relationship between someone with a gift and a passion and someone with a need and a few bucks in their wallet. And it's a relationship where we say, hey, what do you need? And so I serve that need. And then they say, what do you need? And I'm like, well, I need $5,000. And they're like, okay, here's $5,000. So arguably, every single business is stepping into someone's life, understanding them on a deep level, and serving some deep need in their lives. Something that is going to quench their fulfillment in their lives in some way. I haven't said the word quench in like 14 years. So, <laughs> so kind of reminds me of the old Gatorade commercials yes. um, with those cool like twisty tops. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, I love them. Oh, so good. You can kind of twist them with your teeth. It's yeah. So good. Innovation. So, so arguably every business is purpose-driven. I think about the roofing company I'm working with right now, I'm consulting with on a weekly basis. It's a roofing company. And for a long time, they thought they were a roofing company, yet the, the owner and the, the CEO, dear friend, has always felt like there was something more. He just didn't know what it was or know how to articulate it. And what I love is I just came in and I asked him a bunch of questions for a few hours and we, we realized, what the, what the fuck is this here? This is special. There's something special about this roofing company. And really, it's that they go above and beyond. Every little thing they do, they're asking, how can we go do a little more? You know, instead of just replacing a roof, they like to do an upgrade. How could they make make it better than it was before? Afterwards, when the when the uh, the roof has been delivered, they like to offer extra things to help those people go above and beyond their lives. They were offering massages for six months. They were offering gym memberships, and before I even got on board, they were going above and beyond. And once it was amazing because 
he was like, Thomas, I want this culture. I want this Burlet way. I want this. And that's the name of the roofing company. I want this, this feeling and this culture to come alive. I don't want it just to be this money machine for everyone here. Once he got in front of his team, he sat in front of his team and he said, this ain't a roofing company. This is an above and beyond company. We go above and beyond in everything we do. So those we serve can go above and beyond in their own lives. So they can go tackle the things that they want to tackle. We take care of this. We blow their mind. We inspire them and we clear up their, their mind and their time and their energy so they can go do the things they want to do in their lives. And now, I mean, so apparently he told me the whole team bought in, the whole team connected with it immediately. The whole team saw how their work that seemingly could be meaningless is actually in, in depth with meaning. It's insanely meaningful. And it matters to every screw that's turned, every hammer that's hit, like every single slate of roof that's put on. It's literally, it's an opportunity to inspire people through my own above and beyond behavior. And it's an opportunity to help someone focus on what they want to focus on and do the things they didn't think were possible in their lives. And now the business is constantly, when they're thinking about getting creative and adding value, the conversation is not, how can we make a better roof with better material? In fact, I haven't heard one, we haven't had one conversation about a better roof or better materials or no, we've not, all we talk about is how can we help them go above and beyond? How can they see us going above and beyond? So they're inspired to do it too. And everything is around that feeling and empowering people to go do something with their lives. So guess what? Now everyone's motivated. Now everyone's bought in working with their blood, sweat, and tears. And now we have a clear metric of success because we're creating the survey about the, the above and beyond survey. And now we have a metric of success that's going to guarantee us financial success. We're going to be able to hold people accountable to it, right? The operational machine piece. We're going to have weekly accountability. We're going to have coaching where people are, are getting coached because they want to be a part of this. They want to do the job. They want to do the work. They want to do the tasks right because they want to help these people. They want to be inspiring. Right. And on the other side, they love what they do. They're excited. They want to put the sticker on the back of their car. They want to, they want their friends to work for the company. And, and it's, it, it's just a mere uncovering something, getting clarity on it, then quantifying it into a metric and then aligning the whole business with that one thing. All of a sudden it just, it's activation. It's operational success, cultural success instantaneously. And all I have to do is believe in it. You know, this is why business is so cool. Business to me, hearing you say all that, I'm like, wow, it's business is simply a representation of the things, the feelings, the emotions, the memories, the connections that are already inside of us. And I think business has the opportunity to bring out those things so quickly through the vehicle of solving problems because we're pain and pleasure creatures. Throughout life, we're always seeking to end pain and experience pleasure. This is why I think business is, is the way that it is. It's like the damn truth, right? It, it just is because it's the ultimate problem solver, right? It's the ultimate way to say, hey, oh, you have a thing that you, you have something you need and I can solve that problem. And then what purpose-driven business does is it takes it to this place of, I want to help you keep being who you already are. 
And I want to help you keep doing what you want to do. And I want to help you be around people just like you. So it's so cool to see that business is, it really, like Thomas and I always, like when we're just like thought experimenting and we're like, would we ever do anything else like in life? Like what else do we want to do? And we have these conversations where we just play in the field and we're like, yeah, what about this and this? Like, I want to build a school. And we talk about all types of things and we come back and we're like, there's no other place that we'd rather be than doing business from the sweet spot and empowering other businesses to do business from the sweet spot. So it's just, it's really cool hearing all the things that you're saying with, with Burlet Roofing, that roofing is simply a representation and a physical manifestation of empowering people to go above and beyond in their lives. And we see all these other businesses, like they're just simply representations. So if, if we, if we dial business down to it's, it's merely a representation, then we, we can have the opportunity to stay connected with what is it representing? Oh, that's a good question. What does my business really represent at its core? What is it? I think the way I look at it is like, what does it contribute to? Yeah. We're contributing to people being able to go above and beyond in their own lives. You know, and I think about what was up the company I was with for a year last year, like hardcore consulting with, it was like, how are we contributing to a world where people experience adventure around every corner and build friendships easily? Right. Essentially that was it. We are, how can we contribute to this, this larger cause? I think to get to that question though, I think potentially just another way to think about it is what does it represent, right? Zup represents building friendships. Burlet Roofing represents yeah. above and beyond. And then the next question is, okay, what do we do on a daily basis to contribute to that representation? This is a new, I, I know I've never said the word representation in this way, but just another question to get everyone listening to this right now to, to be thinking, like, what is the deeper thing? with, with my business. It's so funny. Cause I think you are, so we have a beautiful polarity in our partnership <laughs> and I think you are thinking marketing messaging and I'm thinking uh, team yes. and operation. Yeah. And we so, need both. <laughs> cause I, cause I'm wanting the team to think, how am I contributing to this? Right. Action oriented. And then you're thinking, how are, how is this company being observed and, and perceived? Totally. Like yeah. Apple being a think differently company, yeah. uh, Patagonia being an environmental sustainability company. Um, so representation is, is how it's perceived by those we want to serve, which is just as important as the team thinking about when they're making decisions and showing up on a daily basis, how am I contributing? How am I taking action toward? Um, so totally feel you. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I want to... <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about like what this looks like in practice. Like what, yes. how does it, how does this happen? How do we bring this to life? Um, how do we, how do we create a company and turn the team into an operational machine that also has a thriving culture at the same time? Like how do we get that traction? How do we get that, that uh, efficiency? How do we get that effectiveness? How do we get that output along with people buying into the cause, being devoted to the cause, working with their blood, sweat, and tears, finding meaning in their work, loving who they work with, like their friends are their people from work. Like how do we have these two things at the same time? And I know we talked about the key is, is finding that purpose and aligning every aspect of the business with it. So finding that purpose is the sweet spot between what's valuable enough for customers that they're going to buy stuff from us, 
what's meaningful enough um, for us to do that we work, we show up motivated working with our blood, sweat, and tears. So when we get that metric or we get that purpose, then we quantify it into one rate of success. So now the company literally is operating. Everything about the company is operating based on one metric of success. That is literally just the purpose quantified. That is it. So the question is, okay, Thomas, I know I have to, I, I want to do business from the sweet spot between operational machine and uh, thriving culture. I know the key is to find my purpose, the sweet spot between um, what's valuable to the customer and what's meaningful to the team. So I know I have to turn that into a metric. So like, what do I do first? Like when I get this down, when I find this purpose, I turn it into a metric. What do I do first? And the key really is, is hiring the right team. And when I say right, I mean purpose aligned. So what I found is even when there's the, when there's a team in place, it's not always going to be the right team or the, the aligned team. And if you have no team, it's absolutely crucial to hire the aligned team, the purpose aligned team. So it really starts there. When we have this purpose, we must hire for purpose alignment and make that the 80%, right? The 80% has got to be, are they bought into this shit? Are they motivated by this work? Do they fucking find meaning in contributing to this worthy cause every single day? And the 20% is, do they have the skills to do it? Do they got what it takes? Is it possible for them to be able to crush this job, right? So when I, when I have a team that's fully bought in to the cause, devoted, working with their blood, sweat, and tears, committed to this, committed to each other, it's game over. It's game over because they're going to they're gonna want to have healthy communication. They're going to want to work together. They're going to want to take ownership. They're going to want to be coached. They're going to want to be held accountable. They're going to want to interact with customers. They're going to want to do this shit. And that's possible. So hire for purpose alignment. Fire everyone who's not purpose aligned. True. Um, obviously invite them to the table as much as possible, but at a certain point, like let them, let them go. And then- and make sure, like, because w- when there's one person who's not hooked in, who's not fully bought in, and they're resistant, oh, they causes, can tear the whole thing down. The whole it causes tension, and I've seen it. It causes tension yeah. on the whole team, and yeah. and it's it's unfair to everyone because that person has tension because it's not an aligned culture for them. It's not an aligned business. It's not aligned work. So by me keeping them there, I'm actually doing them a disservice. I need to help them go find an aligned culture that works for them. So me keeping them there is not love. It's actually, it's the opposite of love. Me saying this isn't aligned. I love you. Let me help you find something better for you. That's love. Yeah. That's unconditional love. So that's the first step. And I want to invite you, Alex, to speak a bit on that. The idea of purpose aligned hiring and how crucial it is to have a purpose aligned team first. Like I don't, I'm not going to talk about anything else. I'm not going to talk about organizational structure. I'm not going to talk about duties. I'm not going to talk about accountability. I'm not going to talk about delivering a product. None of that until the right team is on board, who's bought in, committed uh, to the greater cause together. Well, yeah, I I love that we start here because that is the single-handedly most important thing because I have seen as a company grows and and we're starting to grow a lot and expand in incredible ways at Purpose Pioneers, I now see that humans are directly correlated to the growth of the company, right? And you might think like, well, Alex, isn't it revenue? Isn't it, um, you know, putting out products and services that 
the customers will want to buy more of, blah, blah, blah. That is part of it. It is important. Well, who does all those things? Ex- ex- exactly what I was going to say. Who does all those things? Who who contributes to those things? It's humans. So to me, you want to grow, you want to scale, you want to break through a glass ceiling that you're hitting in your own business, whatever it is, double down on the humans. That's what we're doing at Purpose Pioneers. This is why I love what we teach because we get to practice it ourselves. And we actually just hired someone, I don't know, two weeks ago. And Thomas takes ownership of our hiring process and he commits and doubles down to the 80% of purpose and asking the questions that bring out, is this person bought in? Do they believe in these things? Are they going to show up in a way that we show up in this, in this business? So all of the juicy things that don't really find their way into job descriptions, they don't really find their way into interviews. Cause again, it's just, it's new. It's a new frontier of business. We're not used to this. So we doubled down, Thomas doubled down on these incredible purpose alignment interviews, if you will, of asking these deep questions to get to the core of this human being so he could assess if this person is truly bought into our movement, is going to show up just as we would as the founders, and is going to work with their fucking blood, sweat, and tears and do whatever it takes to further this. And it's only to, because we doubled down on that and because we committed to that part of the interview process. Now, keep in mind there, we do talk about skills and we do talk about the roles and responsibilities and and, uh, uh, what we can pay them, right? All of that is important, but it's the 20%. And right now it's like flip-flopped in the hiring process. 80% is all that stuff. And then 20% or not at all is the purpose stuff. So we were like, let's just flip it on our head. Let's flip it on its head. Let's see what happens. We got nothing to lose. So we flipped it. And now we're only two weeks in. And this human being is a fucking rock star. Shout out to you, Diana. If you ever listen to this episode, we love you. She is already going above and beyond. She is feeling inspired. She's feeling motivated. She's feeling creative. I'm getting messages from her of her looking at things and already seeing how we can grow it and expand it. She's working overtime, even though she doesn't have to. She wants to come to our, we, we host live events. She wants to come to our experiences. She wants to get trained by Thomas and I and, and all of our philosophies that we teach. Peeps, this is only two weeks in. Actually, she was showing this only one week in. And the, the confidence that I have in the, in the hire is the confidence that I want every CEO, executive team, founder to have because I know how stressful it is to put trust in other human beings? Are they going to get it done the way that I would get it done? I can't imagine uh, the all the costs that people have experienced, right? It's costly to hire people and then to let them go. There's so many stresses associated with it. And it's really cool to, to see how I feel within this process. I feel confident. I feel that I can trust this person. I feel that I can grow this business beyond me, beyond Thomas and I. I feel that when I'm doing my thing, I have people on the team working with their blood, sweat, and tears like Thomas and I do. I feel that when things are chaotic and uncertain, like the pandemic, I feel that we will be able to come together and right the ship and and lead through uncertain times. And like, holy shit, I've never articulated this out loud. Like, this feels really good. (laughs) This feels really good. And it gets me, now I'm excited to grow the team. I'm excited to nurture the team. And I know when I focus on that, then more money, more profit, more things, more customers, that's a natural outcome. 
beautifully said. Yeah. And I, I just, when she came to me during our coaching call last week and she had, she was, I have a list of ideas of what we can do with purpose Amazing. pioneers, just knowing that she cares about it as much as I do. She's investing in much as much as I do. She, she wants to carry this. It is not just a job. She wants to walk this journey, even like whatever happens to me, she wants to keep carrying the torch. You know what I mean? Like that type of employee, that type of team member is, is amazing. So I want to point out one quick thing that what's cool is the reason why this interview was amazing is because it was in the job description because mm-hmm. as we put, this is what we believe. This is the world we are moving toward. This is our purpose. This is what we're, this is how we're contributing to that world every day. If you're someone who believes these things too, join us. So what that job description did is it weeded out probably 95 people who would have applied that wouldn't have been purpose aligned. And it had, it made less people apply, but we found the nugget. We found the one, we found the gold mine and it was incredible. Like, and so it starts with the damn job description and how I communicate, say the thing that attracts the diehards movement marketing. And the second thing is the interview process became this like buy-in process where she became more and more committed and I became more and more committed to her. And, and we both became even more in love with this cause. So the interview process was this like beautiful experience where we were both committing to something and connecting to something and, and wanting to invest even more time and energy into this business and into this effort. So it's really a powerful experience. It has to start though, with what we say at first, because I don't want to be going on all these interviews, trying to convince people to buy into this or not know if they care about it at all. So it starts there. Um, and then I think, I think step two, obviously having the right team is everything. Purpose aligned team, everything. It, everything feels possible. Everything feels aligned. Everything feels expansive. It's like, let's go. We're in. If we don't know how to do it, we're going to figure it out. If I don't know how to do it, I'm going to trust Alex to figure it out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts there. It absolutely starts there. And then the next step is purpose aligning the organizational structure. So asking ourselves, what departments do we need to meet this metric, this purpose? What departments do we need? So not just having departments, but creating departments based on what do we need to do to further that purpose? What do we need to do? What areas do we need? And then saying, what do those departments, we call them core functions, what do they need to do on a daily basis to move that purpose? So we're not just doing things to do them. Fuck that noise. No more doing things to do them. No more. It's all about what do I need to do right now on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to drive this purpose forward. And then we create metrics and we say, what metrics need to be hit to make sure we're properly delivering this purpose to those we serve to make sure we're doing this. So down to the nitty gritty daily task, everything matters. Everything is sticky. Everything, it makes it, it gives the company traction, right? Every task matters. And the best part is that each individual team member now sees how their menial, you know, what they could feel is a menial task, how it's actually, it goes from menial to monumental. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like that. It's good. It goes from menial to monumental. 
they see how it connects to the vision. They see how it connects to the purpose. They see how it connects to the greater movement that we're furthering. So the key is every now every team member knows what I'm doing matters. What I'm doing is important and we're not doing anything else. Nothing else, no fluff, no bullshit, no random stuff because that's what everyone else is doing. And, and this is absolutely foundational because now the whole organization is structured to be the most effective, the most efficient, and so that's the operational machine side, and everyone sees how what they're doing connects to the greater cause and they find it meaningful and fulfilling and they, they're motivated because they see how it all connects and how it all matters and how it is actually helping move them toward the world they want to live in. And, and that's what, what, what I got to experience, especially last year, working with a team that was saying, I want to create a world where people can build friendships easily, where they can go on adventures with friends. And everyone was seeing how like a fa- uh, an Instagram ad was literally actually an invitation into an adventure where they're going to meet someone new. And everyone knew, like, if I just created this little graphic this way, it was going to help people actually go meet their best friend in college. And the person that they might be, you know, first the, the, the maid of honor at their wedding. And it literally people were like, Oh my God, this shit matters. And guess what? I don't have to go do a charity on the weekend. Like I actually am going to focus my whole being and my whole vibration, my whole energy. I'm going to invest it into this. And it's an, it's a monthly membership uh, app, right? But no, it's not. If people, the whole team is investing all of their being into this movement because it's literally moving them toward the world they want to live in. They're literally meeting people at the company they want to do life with, literally. Like we want to have some husbands and wives out of that one. And, and they're literally serving the people that they're most excited to interact with. It's like, it's the absolute no-brainer. <laughs> you just went somewhere. I, yeah, I felt it. You just it. went to some other galaxy. I feel it. <laughs> And I, I feel like the next word you were going to, or sentence that was coming out or something like it was, I can't imagine anything else besides this. Like, that's the way that I feel. I say that often. So. Yeah. Like what else you do say that often, like what else is there besides this? And we're always open. Like even within the things that we so deeply believe in, I feel like both of us really do a beautiful job at keeping our hearts open, keeping our minds open. So we're open. But it's, it's interesting, like in our experiences in this Purpose Pioneers arena, it keeps coming back. It's like the truth continues to reveal itself. That's a really cool thing about truth. And it's just been really cool to watch this work through you, Thomas, and watch this work through us leading our team, watch this work through other organizations that we've gotten to work to work with. And it really creates a team that's unstoppable a team that's connected, a team that's inspired, motivated, right? I think about, I mean, this is the most historic example. I feel like a lot of people have heard this, but, um, and I don't know the exact story, like where this came from, but there was like, there was a janitor and this was like during the time um, when it was the race to the moon in the sixties and someone like it was late at night or something, something was going on and someone was going to find someone that was super high up and important and um, he, he, they had this interaction. I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm putting a man on the moon. The fucking janitor said that. You see that? That is purpose from the top down and then the bottom right back up. If you can get people that have those frontline jobs that, 
you know, things like janitors that things like that, that may not have been seen as important in the past, when you can flip it on its head and make people feel how significant and important they are, despite whatever role it is and make them feel the sense of purpose that is associated with that company, you'll get really cool stories like that will happen. And your people will feel the, feel the impact and feel the vision coming to life and feel the deeper rooted things that are inside every business. It's just waiting to be activated, right? You said something like that. It's like, you said every business is purposeful and you're right. To me, it's just like humans. I think every human, this is just my belief. I think every human is born with these incredible things inside of them, empathy, vulnerability, strength, courage, love. And I think businesses are simply an extensions of an extension of humans and they are birthed with the same things. Empathy, love, connection, creativity, innovation. They're born inherently with those things. And really to me, this arena that we're in, in this philosophy, it's, it's just a journey of getting back home and, and remembering who you are as a business. No, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. I agree. It is an extension of the beauty in life, in humanity. It really, it really is. It is. So Tony Robbins says business is spiritual. Like, damn, dude, thank you for that three word sentence. It is. It's spiritual. Whether you feel like you are spiritual or not, it's not about if you consider yourself that. It's like, it's just the spiritual experience. It's, we become enlightened. We become connected. We astound ourselves at what is possible. And I see this time and time again with us and with the people that we work with. It happens over and over and over again. The truth will always reveal itself. It's so amazing because I think about it like in business, I have to get really honest with myself. I have to reflect. I have to look inside and get real because business will just be like, it's not working. Sorry. So I, you know, I have to keep looking inside. I have to take ownership over my role in, in, in a company. I have to take ownership over, am I doing what I need to do to move the sticks? You know, what a powerful, it's like inevitable. I have to face my shit or the company will crumble. And it's also a dance between me and another person. You know, it's, it's a, it's a place where for it to work, I have to practice empathy and understanding and I have to break the mold of the, my limited biases and, and perspectives and experiences and actually put myself in other people's shoes and understand what they really need. Then I get to be creative and expressive and speak in a way that inspires people to want to listen and create things that will actually serve them. And then as it gets bigger, I get to work with other people, figure out how to work together in community, how to make society sustainable. I mean, it starts in, in a community and it's in, and the company is a community, like everything in life that fucking matters. It really is like in a, it's like a, a microcosm business. It's like the most powerful place, the most powerful arena to figure out ownership to figure out personal responsibility to figure out creativity to figure out empathy and understanding and true listening to figure out cooperation vulnerability true unconditional love like this is where i'm almost forced i'm hurled into facing all these things and embodying all these things or not finding success you know so to me it's it's this like compression chamber of creating diamonds 
uh, spiritual mm. diamonds almost. Um, yeah, so I agree. And I, I appreciate the, the poetic nature of how we see business because to me, like, why does music resonate with people? Why do poems touch people's hearts? Is because it's the depth of what they know is true. It's that deepest place that doesn't get touched very often. So I, I just think it's really beautiful. Um, so with that, I do want to talk about one more thing because I'm pretty excited about it. Um, <laughs> it. It's it's how do we like put our money where our mouth is um, in terms of purpose alignment? And like, okay, we can we can we can hire for purpose alignment. Everyone's like, yay, we can structure the organization. So everyone sees how it's all aligned. Um, but like, how do we actually solidify this shit? How do we make it real? And to me, it's accountability. What I hold people accountable to is what they'll care about. And, and we've seen it. So what, what I've experienced over the last year, especially weekly accountability to the purpose, to the duties that they know are the menial tasks that contribute to the greater cause, uh, account, weekly accountability to their metrics, which they know are in alignment with the main metric, which is the purpose, and also accountability to, on a weekly basis, the values, right? So the, the values to me are like the, the, the stuffing in a, in a, in an, in like a donut. It's like the cream filling of a donut. You know, it's like the zhuzh, if you will, of this greater movement. It's like the way we do things. So like what I was able to witness because we were holding people accountable a weekly basis, the report was not, did you hit your numbers? Great. If not, you're bad. It was weekly coaching where we invited them to reflect on, did I further this purpose? Did I hit my metrics, which are connected to the one metric, the purpose? Did I do the things I committed to do that I know contribute to this purpose? I know drive this purpose. And the one I love the most is how did I show up in the values this week? How did I, what are some stories? And if I didn't show up in this value, how can I the next week? So what's cool about this is to the alignment report, I've dubbed it. What's cool about it is now they know, each team member knows I need to deliver on this or I'm not successful here. I need to be in alignment with this or this isn't gonna work out. So what I hold people accountable to is what they care about, is what they, what they focus on. So it's so important that what I'm holding people accountable to is connected to the purpose, is connected to the values, is connected to the vision because if it isn't all that stuff will just be fluff it will be bullshit on a wall it will be something we talk about in interviews and never talk about again so accountability is the way we keep it keep the glue to to the purpose is the way we keep everything connected and what i'm able to see is hey it looks like you didn't quite do this how can we get you to show up more powerfully for the purpose how can we get you to show up more powerfully in these values it becomes an inspiring accountability experience every week and that's why i call it coaching it's coaching hey we all want to get to the super bowl how can i make you great so you can thrive as a wide receiver and catch every fucking pass because i know you want to because i know you want to go to the super bowl like we all do too right so how can i help you be great so I go from being a manager to being a coach, a champion, that, that person in the boxing ring in the corner being like taking care of the person and saying, you got this shit, right? I become that. 
And, and to me, that's the key. That's the absolute glue is the accountability piece, making sure we're holding people accountable, not just to numbers, but holding them accountable and into alignment with the values, the purpose, the vision, all the things that bring that meaning, that bring that, that joy to the work. Because then we have an operational machine and we have people who are invested in the deeper depths of what we're doing here, which is the purpose. You know, it's coming to mind, uh, Tinkerbell. To me, purpose is like Tinkerbell in a business, just like floating around and just like hits the accountability system with our little wand. And now it's like re- reimagined and reinvigorated and re-inspired. And, and as, every, as I'm listening to you talk about all this, that's what I feel. It's like business, it already has all the things. It's like the landscape has been laid but we need the reason behind it. Like we need the inspiration behind it. We need the motivation behind it or else it's, it's going to fall to shit, right? We don't, we, it's like, I don't want to just do things to me. I don't want to just do things and go through the motions. I want to be things and I want to embody the thing that I'm doing. So I show up a hundred percent. So I work with my blood, sweat and tears. So I learn about myself. So it's, it's really cool. Like I'm thinking about this little like Tinkerbell wand, that's going around in the whole business and is like tapping the accountability system, tapping the hiring process, tapping our interviews, tapping how we do our Monday meetings. And it's, it's just, you know, sprinkling all the, you know, the little glitter and, and the magic and it's bringing out what is in there. Cause all this stuff that we're talking about, it's already in there. It just got a little hardened, got a little pushed back into the corner. And Thomas and I are so fucking obsessed with this stuff. And we're like, hold on. Something just got pushed back into the corner and everyone else, no one cares about it, but we do like, what's that thing? What's inside that? What's inside that box? And it's like, we're we're opening these boxes within ourselves and within the the businesses that we've, we've gotten to work with. It's like this box has been reawakened and it's like, oh, this thing that I always knew it's now a reality. And now I have systems and processes and templates and reports and all the things in business. Now I have things to bring this thing that I feel so deeply inside of me to life. And that right there, that's pretty damn cool. It's pretty. I love that. I love that. It really is awakening something in the depths of the business. Um, It's kind of like there's like some attic and it's just whatever. It's an attic. It's empty. It's dirty. It's gross. But then we find this treasure chest and we open it up and there's gold, you know, it's. And now we want to go in the attic all the time. Cause what yeah. else will we find? What and else could be? It's amazing because I've seen the burnout of the leaders I've worked with. I've seen them say, Thomas, I've been doing this for eight years, nine years, 10 years, however long. And I don't know if I can keep going. Like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Like the numbers are working. I'm getting what I need, you know, financially, but like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. And once we unlock that thing that they knew in their heart, but they didn't have words for, and then we now bring that, we welcome that into the systems, into the processes, into the accountability, into the hiring. All of a sudden it's like, I finally feel at home. I finally feel like when I'm spending time at work, it's, it's worthwhile. It's actually me not avoiding anything. I'm actually moving toward my truth. I'm moving toward the man or woman I want to be like, I'm moving in the direction that feels expansive, you know, and it's, it's amazing to 
help someone realize that their business is the way. And, and it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be this thing they have to feel bad about or this thing that's burning them out or this thing that, you know, is taking them away from the, 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 the work they really want to be doing or the people they really want to be spending time with. Like, no, it can be the place where I'm spending time with people I want to spend time with. I'm doing the work I want to be doing. I'm serving who I actually want to be serving. Like, it's the place that's helping me become the person I want to be like, and, and this and purpose alignment is that, is that answer because we get the efficiency, we get the effectiveness, the accountability is on lock. People want to do work harder. They want to be held accountable. They want to become better versions of themselves and everyone's fucking loving it. And you know what? It's not always, rainbows and butterflies sometimes there's tension and flare-ups and and really hard moments and what i've experienced in those moments because everyone is connected to something bigger there they share values and they share stories about how they all live in the same values and how they're all contributing to the same purpose and relationships have been built because of that when those flare-ups and that shit happens and everything feels like it's about to explode or, you know, I get in an argument with someone during a meeting, those become moments of and opportunities for connection. I know for me, when those moments flared up over the past year, especially, that's when I leaned in with that person because I wanted to, because I like them, because we believe in similar things, because we're working toward a, a bigger vision together. Like, I want to figure this out. I want to get back on the same page with them. I want us to open our hearts back to each other. So vulnerability, empathy, conflict resolution, if you will, it becomes inevitable as well. And I think that's, that's to me, that's just, it's so important. You know, that, that bed of human relationship. Um, I, I know for me, the best relationships have common purpose. We, we share values. We, we share something that we believe in together. And that is, is the glue in, in a lot of ways. It makes me want to lean in. It makes me want to figure things out with them. And, and that's just a beautiful outgrowth is that's why that thriving culture becomes inevitable. We, we like what we do. We believe in what we're doing. We love who we're serving. We love who we're working with. And we want to actually heal stuff, not just run away, triangulate, talk shit, you know, quit, whatever it is. We want to figure shit out together. We want to make it work. Yeah, I love that. My my uh, closing nugget that I think just wraps all that up in a in a beautiful bow is, let yourself be fully expressed in your business. I've seen too many times, incredible leaders like we are leaders of businesses. You know how special that is. Like, take credit for that. It's special. And there's just too many too many leaders I've seen are just are not letting themselves and what they really deeply care about and how they want to feel and how they want to be and how they want to show up. They're not letting it be fully exposed and fully expressed. And that's my little nugget I want to leave you with. And, and my invitation to you, for me, the more expressed that I have become and the more Alexandria Ray aggressive that I can be and all that comes with me, the more that I have received love, acceptance, joy, money, success, the more of me that I can be implanted in my business, the more that I receive. So I, I feel like, you know, whatever you've been holding back or something that you've put in that box that's really deep, deep away or it's up in the attic and we haven't been there forever, 
bring it out, bring it out to play. See what happens to me. We're business leaders, meaning we're risk takers. We take so much risk. It's just like a part of our being. We got nothing to lose. And I found the more, the more that I show myself and reveal myself to our people, our customers, our community members, our partners, the more that they fall in love with me, the more they fall in love with Thomas when he does the same thing. And the more they love fall in love with purpose pioneers. There's a, I believe there's a direct, direct correlation between vulnerability and success. So that's my, uh, my little nug for, for all the purpose pioneers out there. That's beautiful today. and yeah. true. Absolutely true. And I think my final nug is uh, a question, a fear, a hesitation may come up and it's like, well, Thomas, what if, you know, I, I fear if I talk about what this really is, you know, what my business really does that my team isn't going to take it seriously. They're, they're not going to buy in. They're going to joke. They're going to resist. They're going to say no. Um, and my invitation is to stand in that truth and invite everyone to the table and acknowledge that not everyone's going to sit down and welcome those who sit down and say, Hey, we're going to eat. And everyone who doesn't sit down say, I love you. And I have a few other houses. Maybe you can eat at, I have a few other places that you could go eat instead of here. And that has nothing to do with how I feel about you. We're just, we're eating this meal. We're going in this direction. So being willing to let people go um, because, you know, especially with was up last year, um, Brent fully stepping into who he is, his authenticity, him stepping into what, what Zup really is, a friendship building company for adventure. It was beautiful. The right people came. The right people came. And a, a culture he didn't think was possible, that he was scared to talk about and say out loud, it became a, a normal reality. It became the normal conversation in the, in the Monday morning meeting uh, all we talk about is purpose. And in the Friday send off, all we talk about are the values and how we love it and how we showed up in the values. Oh my God. It was a reality he didn't think was possible. And it's, but it started with him saying, I stand, I stand in this. This is what this really is. If you're in, let's do this. If not, I love you. Let me find you somewhere else. Um, so to me, that resistance often stops people in their tracks and I just want to say, welcome in alignment and watch what happens. Beautiful. So with that. Well, yeah, well, there you have that, it, peeps. I know this one was hella long, but clearly we have a lot to say about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is like so the core of our business. <laughs> it really is. It's really the foundation is, is the sweet spot. Um, and really systemizing from that sweet spot, anything is possible. So with that, my peeps, um, soak this in. See, see where step one, like what can you do first and take action and let us know about it. We're excited and keep tuning in. So my purpose peeps, another, another adventure in the purpose pioneers arena. Thank you so much for, for being in it with us. And with that purpose pioneers out. That's a wrap of another adventure inside the purpose pioneers arena. Take a moment to reflect on all that you just soaked in. What hit you at the core? What gave you all the feels? What inspired you to action? Choose one step you'll take today because inspired action is the ticket to the arena. 
and the arena is where the magic happens. If you're feeling the pull to take the next steps with us at Purpose Pioneers, then let's lean in and have a conversation. We want to learn all about you, the movement you have on your hands, and most importantly, empower you to do business from the sweet spot. We are so honored to walk shoulder to shoulder with you in this journey of turning businesses into movements. Welcome to the Purpose Pioneers Arena.